0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com.
1: Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Ed of the Week. There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends than by picking up Bubble Genius' own tiny orange hand soap set. Give yourself a hand or take two. They're small, tiny in fact, teeny tiny. And they're orange, of course, and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the GOP's clown dictator. Am I right, folks? Only $12 at bubblegenius.com. But if you use our promo code CESCA SESCA at checkout, you'll get an additional 15% off only at bubblegenius.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Fucking things
2: sucks!
0: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never
2: give up. Never surrender. This
0: is the Bob Seska Show. Presented by BubbleGenius.com.
2: Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. On Cullendon Lane, Jacksonville, Florida, Chuck Buick finally gave up. Chuck enjoys marijuana. Marijuana. So he decided to accept Paul Harvey's suggestion. He gave up. He went to the phone. He called me. He ordered a bong. Bong, that's a pipe used to smoke marijuana. I want you to hear this carefully because you're thinking about a Valentine's Day present for somebody you love very much. Quote, my marijuana bong arrived Saturday, and after I opened the box, I was in shock. My eyes were locked open wide. My whole house was now a concert hall. I went to the washroom, and even from there, it sounded like a real live lady singing right outside the door. (laughs) quote with heat eating your ears you're gouging out and tearing loose and pulling apart gulping air and tasting black your windpipe is closing and you've lost track of which way is out there's a searing ember down your neck search, rescue, ventilate somebody's singed a kitten (laughs) quote I'm listening to all of my old CDs again because I have never really heard them before now for that Valentine's Day gift it's not too early for you to choose a bong if you're anything but happy with it, I'll buy it back. To locate your nearest dealer, telephone 1-800-282. <laughs> Bong.
3: Bob Seska. Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence
4: goes to Bob Seska. It's the Bob Seska Show. The
0: Bob Seska Show, presented by bubblegenius.com.
2: We'll do it live! F you. I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Happy 420. It is Thursday, April 20, 2017, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob. And we are brought to you by the best soap in the world. It's BubbleGenius.com. Go buy lots of soap. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. If you free, need free legal advice, head over to TheBowenLawGroup.com slash Bob and Chez or just click the link on the podcast page, okay? I don't
2: know what that means to play us out.
1: What does that mean? I don't know what it means, but I, I do know this, that we have a lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about. Once again, coming back to the show for a, uh, a second command performance
4: we go
1: It is the Professional Left Podcast Driftglass and Blue gallery back here
0: for another
3: show. Hey.
0: Hey, try so hard not to laugh at the Paul Harvey bit. <laughs> so I hard.
1: There are uh, you know what makes me sad sometimes when I play that that there are Numerous, numerous people out there in the world who have never, ever heard of Paul Harvey, whether, oh, it's, whether it's his bong commercial oh, or uh, his uh, Paul Harvey News and Comment or the rest of the story. Basically, I mean, if you've never heard of Paul Harvey, think about what Rachel Maddow does in her in her yep. a block in that first segment of the Rachel Maddow show where she starts out talking about the, like, for example, my favorite one to talk about is where she starts out talking about the Princess Cruise Lines and taking a cruise. And she ends up with Bill Crystal is always wrong. That's yes. the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the journey the storytelling takes and And when it was when it was Paul Harvey and the rest of the story, he would tell these little t- tales that would suddenly take weird turns halfway through and then he would go, and now you know the rest of the story
0: and that was know. his that was his the rest thing. of the story the rest you know of I was down to my resin and I was forced <laughs> to be smoking my resin one day and it was it was genius. I mean, he was really, this was the voice of middle America. Oh, yeah, for decades, yeah. decades, for decades, yeah.
1: I mean, one of the most memorable voices when I grew up listening to uh, WMAL AM 63 in Washington, D.C. was uh, was Paul Harvey every morning. Harvey. I knew I knew that I was staying home from school if I was still home and Paul Harvey was on the radio. Yep. If <laughs> Once that came on, that was too late. I'm not going to school at that point. Paul Harvey's I, here.
0: I, and, he was the original up speaker. Yeah, that's the rest of the story. And really, this this is what I this is listen, Arthur Godfrey on the way to church. My you know, my mom would make us listen to Arthur Godfrey in the morning. It oh was, my God! It was yeah, it was. But that was radio, man. That was that was what drove opinion in this country. That <laughs> that vast sort of <laughs> complacent. Um, repressed, (laughs) middle-class white America. The Mm -hmm. voice of that was Paul friggin' Harvey.
1: Absolutely. And he must have lasted on the radio. I mean, I listened to him when I was, I remember hearing him when I was like four years old in Washington, Mm -hmm. D.C. And then I remember when I was in my 20s uh, working in radio and and having to, you know, in addition to doing my own show, I would board up other shows. And then one of the the things that we would do on the radio, because it was an AM radio station I was working at in the middle 90s, there was Paul Harvey. I mean it was like this yep. span of like it seemed like 50 years but it wasn't quite that long but it seemed like he was around forever. So uh so there Paul Harvey and his bong commercial. Anyway, so
0: But there there were media figures before Bill O'Reilly who would blot out the sun.
1: That's exactly yep. right. But yep. but now that we've got Bill O'Reilly, it is it is such a pleasure. This is one of those things where we We kind of live for these good news days don't we yeah, we We just desperately yeah. need those days when when guys like uh bill o'reilly and and Jason Chaffetz check out prematurely, hopefully yep. as the portend of something that might happen with Donald Trump eventually here soon, not soon enough. But uh, but that's the great news uh, of the week so far is that that Bill O'Reilly is gone. Certainly the circumstances uh, about why he's gone, you know, generating his uh, his firing from Fox News Channel. uh, Not so good. But but the fact that he's off the air. Makes everything a, just a little bit nicer, doesn't it? <laughs> there's
3: well, I think there's a couple things that are happening though that are really revealing, not just about Bill O'Reilly but about Fox and about media as a whole. Yeah, that we we need to look at the bigger picture. One is Bill O'Reilly has now been erased from Fox News. They are as of last night. It is now the show is now called The Factor.
4: The Factor, and it
3: is as if. He does not exist. It's it's so North Korea, state radio, yeah. 1984, you know, his his viewers, he, he just never existed. That's right. And you know, just moving right along to, it's going to be Tucker Carlson in that slot, and Tucker Carlson will play that exact same role of moralizing prick who just, you know, tells you, tells white America that... There are all kinds of people out there who are just bad, and we're really the good people here. And you belong to this club where we're all good people. That's right. And, yeah. and regardless of, uh, and and you know, to to Tucker Carlson's credit. There, there are no reports of him sexually harassing anyone at Fox <laughs> News?
1: Yeah, bonus, bonus. Uh, no sexual <laughs> harassment claims for <laughs> Bonus, Tucker, Tucker, yay, Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good He's job, like, oh, Tucker.
3: That's, that's, what, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what counts as, uh, and, and someone said that, a woman said that on Twitter the other day, yesterday, about how bad do you have to be to be kicked out of Fox News? Yeah. You know, that, that the quality. You you went that low, right? You're, the standard is that low that you actually don't belong there anymore.
1: Yeah, but the sad but, thing is, it has nothing to do with what he said on the air. It has everything to yes. do with his horrendous behavior off the air. So yes. it's, right, well, it's it's like, the like there's whole nothing. Culture, I mean,
3: culture, which apparently there are more firings coming at Fox. This is oh, what good. we've heard. This good, morning. good,
1: good, 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 good,
3: good. <laughs> and it is about a culture that uh, at Fox specifically. Mm-hmm. Where uh, the other properties at 20th Century Fox do not believe that that Fox News environment belongs in the portfolio <laughs> of Fox yeah so um, the other companies are saying no, Bill O'Reilly would have been fired five years ago. he would have been fired the first time we had to pay out a multimillion dollar settlement that's to right anybody because is that that's that's the co- that's the... our bottom line that affects women in management. Our culture is not that. And the first time any employee costs us money because of his behavior on the job, he's out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so...
3: Rupert and his, Rupert's sons, you know, are hearing this from the other companies, from the other CEOs. Yeah,
1: because they're all, they're all entertainment executives. They're exactly. probably, they're mostly exactly. liberal politically, at least uh, yep. at least in a personal right. sense. So, right. yeah. That's and now you outraged. have Donald
3: Trump in the White House. And so it matters. Yep. It matters on a national level what you say and how you present yourself.
4: Yeah.
0: But I
3: think the real change that needs to still come and is coming is with women. And I say that there has been an awakening, you know, mm-hmm. in in a way, you know, you can take me out of context and put this on an MP3 where I say, thank God for Donald Trump, because
4: <laughs>
3: he has awakened. I mean, the, the Tea Party always talked about awakening a sleep, sleeping giant. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what has been awakened in women with the election of Donald Trump, because right. every single woman in the Western world over the age of 15— who has had a job, mm-hmm. has experienced something along these lines. Oh, God, Has yeah. experienced a day where they felt threatened, they felt uncomfortable, they felt harassed, uh, they felt their job was on the line, their ability to earn a paycheck was on the line, they felt looked at in the wrong way, they felt hired for the wrong reasons, whatever it is. And the, the Access Hollywood tape woke up women mm-hmm. in a way because not because he was just being locker room talk boorish right. and we don't like that it's because no this is personal this happened to me i know this guy oh, yeah. i worked with this guy or my, this guy or this guy was my dad i mean uh, keith oberman made a really good point which is the women who voted for trump were excusing him because that's their dad or that's their husband <sighs> and they cannot admit that they have been living and submitting to that kind of behavior their whole lives and it's, that it's not okay. Yeah, it's they a hard... Have to say that. They have to excuse it.
1: Hard truth. Hard truth right. to, to, to deal
3: with. And yeah. so now we have Fox News pays better than anybody.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, And you have a
3: whole you have a whole subset of women. This is something a guy I used to date always said. You'll never have the feminist revolution, Fran. There are too many traitors in your ranks.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's actually kind of scary. You know, the
3: the women who have since they since puberty been taught by their mother and their father Mm -hmm. to a certain extent, but usually it's mom. Keep your weight under 125, bleach your hair, wear those lashes, wear those heels, put that skirt up, because that's your value. Yeah. In the workplace, that's your value in this world, and you will get what you want if you play it that way. Yeah. And and that's true, especially in the Republican South, especially in the Baptist Church. That is In conservative world, women's value is, are you blonde? Are you hot? Yep. Are you wearing lashes? You know, I... I remember I lived in Birmingham, Alabama for 14 years. Oh
1: my god. And
3: yeah, pictures of women who had just had a baby in the hospital and you get their picture taken with your newborn baby. Have the eyelashes on, have <laughs> the you, mascara, Bob. have the mascara done, have the nails done, yep. have the blush on, mm-hmm. and you gave birth 6 hours ago for God's sake. No, you got to oh be dolled up. <laughs>
2: huh? You
3: got to be looking good because that's your value to yeah. society. Is looking good. Well,
0: well, the, ma- the magic trick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. The magic trick on Fox
3: mm-hmm. was
0: always ratings. Yeah, always. Yep. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. I, I a, right. I did a. I did an ongoing hard hitting series uh, on. Let's see how soon liberal media gives up on tagging Bill O'Reilly for lying. Right. Uh, because you know, right. um, Fox News basically got Brian Williams fired for for yeah. telling whoppers out of school okay fine that's that's great those are the rules you set the rules that's the bar yeah hey look here's bill O'Reilly lying about the kennedy assassination <laughs> and lying about being in combat <laughs> in, in friggin print it's in his damn book yeah and so what do you say uh fox news this is you're doing exactly what you accuse us of doing of course that never works because they don't play by those rules and the answer from Roger Ailes was always,
3: "Look at our ratings."
1: That's the the big excuse for why they were dressing their women that way. I mean, exactly. I, I well, mean
3: that, that the, the, we call it the crotch couch over at Fox and Friends. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, is, I mean, it, it is to show off the hoo ha of whichever blonde is sitting in the middle. That's exactly and that's right. that's the only purpose. And the right. atmosphere and
1: the point, atmosphere behind the scenes at Fox News Channel was so obvious to anyone who actually watched Fox News Channel and to see how they were forcing the women anchors on Fox News yeah. Channel to present themselves. And it was basically yeah. all by the same uniform code, which once you start yeah. digging into the Roger Ailes files, you know exactly where that came from.
0: Yep. Yep. And Rachel yeah. Maddow, to her credit, did it. oh-my-god-can-you-believe-that- Bill O'Reilly is getting away with lying. Oh my God, he's lying. He's lying. He's lying. And believe I it started... or not, she,
1: she started that story by telling a story about Hostess cupcakes, <laughs> and, and, and somehow ended up at Bill O'Reilly I, and the I sexual harassment
0: lawsuit. I absolutely believe, well, and but but I started. I have various um, clocks on my blog. Yeah, I have the the Gingrich rules, the Gingrich rule clocks, which is oh. no matter how obscene or obnoxious or psychotic you are. Uh, 30 days later you will be back on meet the press (laughs) Uh, period if you're a conservative it does it literally doesn't matter how awful you are there's a 30-day countdown clock you can you can click it and go there's also a clock for um how soon will liberal media give up on a thing and it was oh my god can you believe bill O'Reilly? right i said wait just wait and i every couple of weeks i'd write I am now the only person who remembers that Bill O'Reilly lied on television. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, we realize that Fox News is never going to respond to a, just to a moral argument right. about the obscenity of what they do. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. It's, it's completely amoral. It's just a another corporate property. But hit him in the pocketbook. And that's what's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I've always found that really interesting because that's where – liberal radio TV host gets very squeamish. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I mean this is basically like like how they got Al Capone. I mean they didn't get Al Capone for organized crime. They got Al Capone for tax evasion. So that's the way these things always go down. You can get these these super villains like Roger Ailes or Bill O'Reilly or Donald Trump for that matter and it's not their policies or their atrocious behavior that necessarily gets them. It's the the cover up. It's the the things that they don't see coming and I think that's when we get to Trump and Russia, the way that's all going to go down is probably through some on the surface, meaningless glitch in the story that suddenly pops up and then opens up into a into a whole big thing. And whether it's Carter Page or whether it's Eric Prince for that matter, um, you know, it's always these little details. It's always the details. and It's always the cover up that ends up flummoxing these people. And I, you know, I just the, the bef-
3: people that started the boycott against uh, O'Reilly's show specifically because it's him yeah. were women. Oh yeah, the people that the people that started the pussy hat, rebellion against Trump, Mm -hmm. were women. The people making phone calls for John Ossoff this week were women. This is a revolution that started from an awakening of being that person who has been a victim enough. And I really feel as though this Bill O'Reilly situation, Driftglass and I talk a lot on our show about giving people a vocabulary, that if you have a vocabulary to say something Mm -hmm. back to right-wing lies, that reflects your values um, and it can be a shorthand you can make a a huge difference and what bill o'reilly has done is given people a vocabulary to talk about sexual harassment yep. specifically women to talk about sexual harassment and say now you're not bill O'Reillying me are you because if you are you know what happened to him <laughs> right and you don't have to say anything else because everybody in the boardroom knows what happened to bill o'reilly and how much it cost fox news how much it cost uh, Rupert Murdoch. So I think that vocabulary and the fact that it happened so publicly and also it wasn't just a firing. Mm -hmm. Bill O'Reilly has been publicly humiliated as someone who has deep, deep problems with sex and deep, deep problems with getting a woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... that kind of humiliation is something that men who are that type of guy are going to remember. Yeah. They don't and want to be publicly humiliated that way. And,
1: you know, I think a lot of women uh, miss the fact that, uh, and this is not me mansplaining, I'm just sort of observing no, the fact no, that sometimes... sometimes. Continue, continue
3: yeah. the conversation, Bob. That's fine. <laughs> I was just going to
1: say that, I mean, the, the thing is that it's not always as obvious as what Bill O'Reilly was doing, it's right. not always the sound right. of masturbation. <gasps>
2: It's not, you, you don't always hear Thank the
1: sound of, of jerking off in the background. You don't always hear him ta- hear the guy talking about a falafel when he actually means right. a loofah. It's it's right. it's never that obvious in 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 ordinary circumstances. Sometimes it can be subtle little things um, mm-hmm. that doesn't involve someone who's uh, nine feet tall and an. Soul, like bill o'reilly sometimes well, and bill o'reilly engaged that. on
3: that yeah. bill o'reilly engaged in that kind of behavior on the air there was a mm-hmm. woman on cnn this morning talking about how he would end a segment with her saying uh we appreciate your blondness <laughs> jesus and, god yeah now that's that's not sexual idiot. harassment yeah but it is bullying yeah and it is putting you down for being a woman and it is calling you stupid and it's doing it on the air And she has to smile back because she works in – she works not only in Bill O'Reilly's work. She works in Roger Ailes' world, and that's a – bigger world and an uglier world actually than the bill o'reilly world you know we Apparently have to uh, in fox you can walk away from bill o'reilly but at, you can't walk at, away from and now
0: course. you know yeah
1: the rest, the rest of the story. story that's exactly right yeah you know we we, we have to talk about harry's razor in a second but i mean i, I there's got to be a comeuppance out of all of this and i and i hope the bill o'reilly situation is is one of them where we've just got this uh it's it's like the rise of the bullies in the united states right now whether it's donald mm-hmm. trump and the, one of the most recent examples being how he signed those kids uh uh, MAGA hats and then threw right. them away threw like yeah. the
4: yeah, ch-
1: chucked yeah. them away into a crowd of people I, I mean just just a-hole behavior just a phenomenal set of a-holes running this country and when we come back from the break we also have to talk about this uh, series of photographs that's rolling around where there was a, like it was a, oh. an a-hole summit at the Oval Office <laughs> yesterday <laughs> the a-hole summit meeting oh god <sighs> yep Yep, you've probably seen the pictures. The smartest when the smartest guy in the room is Kid Rock, <laughs> <laughs> and and one of those people is the president of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Be afraid, be be very afraid. Uh, I gotta ask Driftglass a, a question. Driftglass, do you do you are you clean shaven or do you have one of those big uh, Civil War beards like the the millennials have these days?
0: I have a, a distinguished goatee and mustache that there I carry you go. around with great dignity and pride.
1: So you you then shave these, because I used to have a goatee and a mustache for many, many years, exactly like you. I still had to shave the other parts of my face, but one of the reasons why I had all that terrible facial hair is because of the razor blades that I had to buy. They, I, I, they were cheapo razor blades. I used to buy those blue plastic disposable razor blades that would just rip my face to shreds and of course i would pay too much for those blades i was just waiting for someone like harry's to come along so i could actually have a pleasant shaving experience a smooth clean shave from a blade that glides just like butter and comes right to my door at half the cost of those big name brands even if it's the crappy blue plastic razor blades That's what I love about shaving with products from Harry's, from the hefty, balanced handle that fits your hand to the precision-engineered five-blade cartridges that come with a lubricating strip, a trimmer blade, which i love and a travel cover to harry's rich lathering shaving gel it all started when harry's founders jeff and andy got tired of getting ripped off on blade prices one big company in particular jacked their prices again and again rhymes with schmollett and they made a (laughs) they made a fortune while we all spent a fortune jeff and andy quickly discovered the problem the middlemen so they bought their own factory one that's been making blades for over 100 years so they can ship top quality blades directly to you the result quality products at your door for half of what you've been paying and that's the harry's story become a part of it go to harry's.com right now to try their new shave set free of charge you just pay shipping sign up at harry's.com slash bobc and because you're a loyal listener to this podcast harry's will even throw in a free post shave bomb It's the mother of all bombs, in fact. But only if you log on to harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. That's harrys.com slash B-O-B-C.
4: The Bob Seska Show.
2: The Bob Seska Show, presented by Mm BubbleGenius.com.
1: This one's going out to... uh... Bill O'Reilly, Papa Bear, Papa Bear, Bill (laughs) O'Reilly. Goodbye, Bill. Bye bye. Bye bye. A little bit of Night Ranger for uh, Bill (laughs) O'Reilly. I always feel this this is a terrible song. I always like to play this though, just kind of just twist the knife in the backs of the uh, of the people as they go. Of the people, like Bill O'Reilly. Hey, sing along, the Pro- professional F- podcast. Sing
0: along to
1: that. I'm just, I'm just gonna, know. Get, you know. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> so I didn't prep it. About
0: words in a row, yeah. Something. Oh, we're back. We're on the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yes. Bye, bye, Bill. Okay. Uh, well, this is actually great news for one of our imaginary sponsors.
1: Oh, what's? Uh,
3: it? Yeah, is- we don't have any real sponsors on our show. We're sort of. No. Um, much more ha- on the on the pecking order than no 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 are, no no
1: no. no 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 no. You just have integrity. That's all. <laughs>
3: nope, <laughs> that's, nope. that's the we invent our own sponsors to <laughs> make up for it. <laughs> we <laughs> so, do. <you> know, <laughs> we have
0: the. Heritage uh, Foundation Transmission Repair Shop uh, for when your president <laughs> shifts so fast you burn out your, your populist clutch. Your populist
3: uh, clutch. But yeah. we have
0: a, 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 a sponsoring, a presenting sponsor. Yeah. Uh, We're <laughs> the Good Lord split You Emergency Farewell Party Planners. <laughs> uh, because... In Trump world, everybody's losing their job, and they never know it till the last minute. So you know what? Uh, For for a company that makes sheet cakes and farewells and Mylar balloons for the clowns who are getting tossed on the street like Billow, it's Uh a very profitable time for, where the good Lord splits you, emergency farewell party planners.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So awesome. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So get, I, let's get back to these pictures. I, I almost wish it was yeah. real. But, but before we get to the pictures, I got to do this. Here's Bill O'Reilly's statement uh, regarding his his uh, firing from Fox News Channel. He writes here, over the past 20 years, see, I, loved, I just love, the schadenfreude is so delicious. Yeah. Over the last yeah. 20 years at Fox News, I have been extremely proud to launch and lead one of the most successful news programs in history. We need some music for this. How about this? Yeah, that, that works.
0: I don't know the words of that one
1: either. (laughs) Uh, I have been extremely proud to launch and lead one of the most successful news programs in history, which has consistently informed and entertained millions of Americans. And significantly contributed to building Fox Into the dominant news network on television It is tremendously disheartening That we part ways due to completely Unfounded claims, but that is the Unfortunate reality many of us in the public Eye must live with today I will always look back on my time at Fox With great pride and the unprecedented success We achieved with my deepest Gratitude to all my dedicated Viewers, I wish only the best For Fox News Channel and oh, so sad <laughs>
0: So sad. (laughs) Now I'm going to go roll on a pile of money the size of your house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, poor Poor Bill. Poor Bill.
1: Poor Bill and all of his splotiness.
0: (laughs) And Al Franken still has his job.
1: Yeah, Al Franken totally has his, his job and is not anywhere close to being uh, ousted nope. for sexual harassment or whatever. Um, nope. But I do I do remember one of my favorite Bill O'Reilly things was when Al Franken went after him. He put a picture of Bill O'Reilly on the cover of his book and then mentioned throughout the book how splotchy Bill O'Reilly is. And, and that drove Bill O'Reilly nuts just every time. I think it was... It wasn't, uh, maybe it was, maybe it was lying, lying liars and liars, what was it, <laughs> lying, yep. liars, lying and the, liars and the and
3: lies, the, they,
1: and the lies yeah, they tell or something know. like that. And, and that effect. Yeah, and Bill O'Reilly was on there looking just horrendously splotchy. Splotchy, and
3: <laughs>
4: yes.
1: Every time, every time Franken mentions O'Reilly in the book, he mentions how O'Reilly is splotchy. I just I love that because, you know, that just crawled right up O'Reilly's ass and just nested there like a like this. Just this big infected polyp in his colon. Just like, oh, God, you, you, Al Franken. We'll do it live. Exactly. And things suck. I don't know what that means
2: to play us out. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this picture, this, uh, these pictures that just, uh, uh, you know, it was like one of those things where I was like, oh, cool. It's Thursday. Uh, I'm doing the show with the Professional Left podcast uh, and, and we're going to we have a great show and and it's 420. It's exciting. It's almost the weekend. And sure. all these good, I feel good. I, feel, I felt good yeah. way, rolling out of bed and turning on the internet and looking at, uh, I, I see that's, I'm like an old guy. Like, I turned on the internet. do wait
0: for the tubes to warm up and then. Exactly. Then
1: right. And it's not a truck. You just don't dump things no. on it.
0: Like no. a, like well, a big truck. Like Got big to wait truck. for the Philco to warm up in the morning. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's a series of tubes. Um, so I, I turn on Twitter. And I look at Twitter and the first thing I see just this cascading string of of photographs one after another of uh, Sarah Palin, Kid Rock, uh, Ted Nugent, Ted Nugent. And, Ted Nugent. Yeah. and Donald Trump all huddled around the resolute desk forever, Christ. forever besmirching the honor and integrity of the things that have gone on behind that desk. These four numbnuts hovered over a piece of paper reading it as if they're, they're like the, the founding fathers or something signing the Declaration of Independence.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: This series of photographs, and there are more than one, there's, of course, the other ones with uh, the, the three stooges there, Palin, uh, Nugent, and Kid Rock, Kid Rock. A guy named Kid Rock visited the White House yesterday.
3: And apparently they were in there for a really long time because there's a lot of photographs.
1: Yeah, they went around and they trolled that picture, the painting, uh, the official first lady painting of Hillary Clinton. Well, that
3: that was, was, I saw that comment on Twitter that Ted Nugent has spent more time in the Oval Office than Melania Trump. (laughs) So...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's probably true. She was, That's...
3: There, she was there for an hour and 15 minutes, and she gets out of there the minute she can. You know, the first opportunity, she's out of there. So
1: Yeah, and and, and yeah. how crazy is it that the smartest guy in the room was Kid Rock?
0: I mean, Kid yeah. Rock just... is
3: the smartest, classiest guy in the Oval Office at the moment. He, yeah. He's
0: the Jethro yeah. Bodine of that group, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. all I could think of was, and then they loaded up a truck and they moved to Beverly. Because yep. it's yep. just, uh, it's it's double wide of Sister F, Arkansas, NATO. This is what this, <laughs> this is. This is the fantasy. This has been the fantasy of Bill O'Reilly. Uh, because really, let uh, conservatism is, it has nothing for twenty-five years or so. Yep. It's been nothing more than f-u liberals. Yep. F-u liberals. Yep. I want to make you cry. I want to drink your liberal tears. That's not new. That's from two thousand four. That's from two thousand.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And the biggest f-u of all would be to put Sarah Palin and Ted Nugent behind the uh, the desk in the White House. Behind mm-hmm. the resolute mm-hmm. desk, yeah. Which, as you might remember, the entire conservative universe lost their crap when when uh, Barack Obama put his feet up on that desk. Oh yeah. This is this is unprecedented. It's never been done before. The amount of disrespect shown by this guy, and then of course everyone showed pictures of Nixon doing it, Reagan doing it, Bush doing it. Oh yeah. And then they no. they didn't. I don't remember the apology. I don't recall that part of the argument. I just remember the moving on to the next lie, which involved the tan suit or something. Yeah, it was a tan suit. It was suit. always about just furious hatred, F just this kind of seething, unquenchable contempt. And this was the picture that they've all been waiting for. Exactly. You know, yep. Sarah, yep. Sarah Palin in the Oval Office, which yep. has been their you know jerk-off dream for, for 10 years.
1: Well, the whole photograph. I mean, the, the whole photo op was just a big trolling. I mean, that's what they do. Yeah. They just they, they if especially people like Sarah Palin and Ted Nugent do nothing but troll the left. I mean, their whole thing is is trolling people like us, and 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 they have no core values. They have no substance to anything they say. There's nothing uh, dignified about their their public behavior, and certainly we shouldn't expect that from Ted Nugent. But for God's sake, Sarah Palin was a vice presidential nominee, and and at least for half a term, the governor of Alaska, at least she should have some sense of decorum, but it's nothing but let's just troll them. You know, it's, you know, and again, this, there's something broader here that, that is a serious problem. And I hate to turn something fun into something that's tragic and awful, but ugh, we're just. But that's wh- what we do. yeah That's exactly. That's my job. That's what I get paid yeah, for. And come on man, that's why Harrys.com is paying me uh, exactly. To
0: turn your face is so smooth and uh, and uh, and handsome.
1: That's right. It's just I got to turn tragedy, or I got to turn uh, any comedy into tragedy. And in, in this well, case, this is like
0: when God closes an O'Reilly, he opens a Tucker Carlson. <laughs> that's right. That's
1: <laughs> just, exactly right. <laughs> anyway,
0: I interrupted. I apologize. Well, I mean,
1: here's the thing. It's the 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 reality showification of American politics, and this fully represents it going on right there. I mean, this is not only uh, uh, for people who represent reality programming in uh, in the United States, but it, they're also just white trash. I mean, I, yeah. I, I hate mm-hmm. to overuse that term i don't want to overuse that term because it does have a very specific uh, meaning but i do think that its meaning is is defined and and illustrated by these four characters kid rock ted nugent donald trump sarah palin these are people who between the four of them couldn't probably couldn't come up with uh the the definition of article two of the constitution they don 't know the name
3: things. of the current leader of North Korea exactly
1: yeah. the did okay, mean, not yeah. come up <laughs> Find the White House on this map of the world no uh, no they wouldn 't be able to do any of that crap <laughs> wrong uh, but I mean what 's worse about them is they they represent to me low class they represent yeah. uh bad, obnoxious behavior that that is 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 so uh, poisonous? I think to American culture the fact that these people are ostensibly running the show. I mean, not necessarily mm-hmm. Ted Nugent, Sarah Palin, and Kid Rock, but you know, with with Donald Trump and the people around him. He Donald Trump is right in the same continuum as Sarah Palin and Ted Nugent. He's right in that sweet spot, right in that pocket of of yeah. he
3: is, yep of yep, of he those the, two he, yep. And yep.
0: and speaking oh speaking of Al Capone. Um, <laughs> I might have mentioned this before, the, you know, the, the Republican Party for as long as I've been alive, for as yeah. long as I remember, has always kept two sets of books, right? Yeah,
3: and this is what I want to talk about: is that other set of books. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, but the, the first set was for the Yahoos. It was the cooked mm-hmm. books. It was uh, Vince Foster was murdered by Hillary Clinton. It was the uh, Clintons are drug dealers. It's you know going all the way back uh, to um, the Clinton administration and before conspiracy nonsense, overt racist nonsense, Lee Atwater BS, just absolute. Appeals to the lowest, dumbest uh, constituents in America, right. and make them lower and dumber every iteration. Every 18 months, they should get. Tw- it's like the reverse of what what the uh, uh, I forget the name of the the, the law in, in computer science, Moore's law. Yeah. yeah, everything gets twice as fast and and half as half as expensive. Every 18 months, Republicans get twice as dumb and half as as affected by facts for the last 20 years. Yep. So you have one set of books that is for the Morons, that's full of Fox News and Breitbart, and this is where Coulter lives, this is where Mark Levin lives, and they yep. all make out phenomenally well there. Then you had another set of books. This is the George H.W. Patrician set of books. This is the actual governing books, where yep. science is kept, and math lives, and you have things like cause and effect, and you have science, and and you have global climate change, and you have on and on and on. You have actual factual relationship to the universe that is used by the governing ruling class of the republican party that's right, mm-hmm. and that was fine. They, you know you had the ruling class and you had the mopes who were out there who were to were up every two years and come to the polls and eventually they burned the second set of books and <laughs> they
3: this, did, and they didn't I've been thinking a lot about that because they burned the second set of books for the public yes, but that that set of books for governing for the things that they really want for things like letting go of the of the Russian uh, oil fields for Exxon. Mm-hmm. You know that set of books is still there. Steve Mnuchin is still going to use dynamic scoring to get his tax. Cuts. Oh sure. sure,
4: yeah, oh yeah. And
3: so you've got these guys who are who are governing, who have run Exxon, who ha- have lots of experience with Goldman Sachs, who know how banking works, who know how Wall Street works, and who are out there to loot the place, and they're very professional at it. Yep, but. They are using those that other set of books, and and this is how it has always been, mm-hmm. except that there was a layer of professionalism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know that the norm Trump is now actually normalizing Dick Cheney, even to the point of Dick Cheney. Re- that is the thing that gets Trumpists on on Twitter to shut up. For me, is mm-hmm. Dick Cheney released his tax returns? Oh yeah. And they they cannot say, oh well, you know. He, he Trump doesn't have time, or Trump's too important a businessman, or Trump has too much money. We it's know Trump's triggery. rich. Dick Cheney is all of that. Right. Dick yeah. Cheney is all of those things. And he still found the time and the energy to release tax returns that, by the way, were pristine yeah. Yeah. to a letter. They looked so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and it was because he, he cared more about power than money. He gave up all kinds of money. To make those tax returns look good and to donate to charity and not take a deduction on it and do all kinds of things to make it look like he was a public servant. Yeah. Right? Donald Trump doesn't want to do that oh yeah <laughs> well see I mean here's the matters.
1: difference I mean where Donald what, what Dick Cheney understands Donald Trump doesn't or maybe it's not right. a matter of understanding it's just a matter of strategy is that right. Dick, Dick right. Cheney was concerned about things like swing voters and right. p- and purple states um, right. Right. Uh, Donald right. Trump has, has no no sense no urge no strategy no. about appealing to, to moderates swing voters uh, he, he doesn't right. care he doesn't care about that Everything that Donald Trump does is focused directly to the Fox News Channel hotheads, right. those kind of viewers. The people who watch Fox News Channel, listen to Rush Limbaugh and Mark Levin and, and all of the rest of them, Alex Jones. That's the demographic that Donald Trump is appealing to. he
3: that as news himself, that's, and I think right. has, point, yeah. brought, has taken that blue pill, and he didn't take the red pill, he took the blue pill, yeah. which is the... Which is the pill that tells you, no, we're the majority. Everybody thinks like us. I'm going to have a 90% approval rating because I agree with Steve Ducey." That's right.
1: (laughs) So scary. Horrendously scary. But, I mean, is it a matter, do you think, uh, uh, of Donald Trump... Just only being ensconced in that, and therefore only communicating to that, or is it a matter to, matter of political strategy to say, "Okay, look, we're never going to get the uh, the moderates. We're going to do okay as long as we stick it around forty percent in the uh, in the polls, and and that means we only need to bump up another five six percent in order to win the next election from our floor of forty percent." Um, well, Driftless do you think do you think it's agree
3: st- with me on this? I I, I would I, never I disagree the, with you, honey. I, I would I open never the floor disagree. to you, but. Drift class had in his blog one time, um, a pi- or maybe I did, a picture of the female brain and the male brain, and uh-huh. the male brain was an on-off switch, and the female brain had all these buttons and and <laughs> gears and yeah, so forth. That's, like, and, yeah, that's And about Drift right. Class, I think you left a comment on my blog and said, there's more than one button. I have to go re-examine my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. What? Uh, but... Donald Trump, whether it is because of Alzheimer's or because he's Mm -hmm. stupid or because he watches too much Fox, there really is just does this help me in my bottom line? Is it pro Trump or is it anti Trump? If it's anti Trump, it's bad. If it's pro Trump, it's good. And that goes for China. That goes for bombing. That goes for every is today. This is this helps me. So it's good. (laughs) And that means that policy can be anything right it can be anything any day it depends depends
1: on what brian kilmeade says in the morning
3: right it It depends on what brian kilmeade says in the morning now maybe maybe (laughs) i don't see a whole lot of actual um philosophy or theory of government behind that it's but the other thing is donald trump wasn't supposed to win Right. And I don't think in Trump world Donald Trump was supposed to win. Yeah. Donald Trump wanted a TV show where he could bash Hillary President Hillary Clinton every day and get great rating.
0: Yeah. That's what and Jason he, Chaffetz he, wanted. You wanted someone and to... And that's what you Jason know,
3: Chaffetz, right. He wanted to be right. Javert Jason for
0: Chaffetz. the next four years.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and he, so wanted, he wanted to do that. He wanted to impeach Hillary Clinton as of January 21st. Right. And get started on those investigations and Benghazi, Benghazi, and you notice that... That job isn't there anymore. Yeah, do you think no. do you think and-
1: do you think that's why Chavez is, uh, is is exiting early?
0: I think he and Shaggy and Scooby are gonna drive around the country in the mystery <laughs> machines, solving crimes, and doing like freelance oversight at haunted houses all over the country. Oh uh, because, you know, he lost his shtick. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's insane.
3: Somebody's got something on him, though. Oh, totally.
1: It's totally a compliment situation. Yeah, and
3: Carolee says that maybe uh, Bannon blackmailed him out because he knew about the Russia stuff way ahead of time and uh, either leaked it to the wrong person or was on the phone with the FBI in New York City or, you know, is on is his name is being thrown out by Giuliani. That's what I'm thinking is that it has something to do with leaking. Yeah. That that Chaffetz was in on, uh, stuff and talked to the wrong person and got Trump in trouble. And Mm. Bannon got on the phone and said, you know, we're going to cause a world of hurt for you. if You don't resign. (laughs) So, um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, however
0: however we got here, um, it's clear that no one in the Republican Party has ever seen *The Sorcerer's Apprentice* yep. or yeah, or yeah. read *Frankenstein* mm-hmm. or knows the Gollum myth. I mean, the, one thing liberals have been remarkably consistent about for my most of my adult life is screaming that you are playing with primal, crazy, racist forces that you will yeah. never be able to control. They will overwhelm you. They will take yeah. over your party. It started in the House, then it's become the Senate, and you know, Louis Gombert is my is my sort of test case and And now it's the, and now it's uh, Donald Trump, uh, and mm-hmm. Donald Trump has done what every successful con man has done. He has internalized all the vocabulary of the chumps he's trying to lie to.
4: Mm-hmm. That's he knows right. what
0: they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And, and and so this is the thing if you and i bob and and Blue didn't have a conscience. We could be wealthy beyond the dreams of
1: afterwards. Oh God, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just talking about that with uh, Stephanie Miller on her show yeah. uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. In fact, where you know we're talking about all of the uh, the radio DJs, like the morning zoo DJs, who all, as a matter of a career move, decided to transform themselves into conservative <laughs> talk radio hosts, and that's how we have, or it's one of the reasons why we have this glut of conservative talk on AM talk radio is because they were so willingly able to uh, to to, to, ha- to sell out their integrity as people yep. as 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 broadcasters into conservative talk radio that's absolutely the case so, and at
0: court Donald Trump is good at one thing and that's exploiting stupid desperate people yep yep oh god and absolutely that that is the republican party base oh, right no now doubt. this is a this absolutely. is a base of people who've been told that and this is again if you didn't have a conscience you could just the, the simplest strategy for winning in 2020 uh, 2018 is just lie to them yeah. Said, yeah, you know what? Right. Uh, jetpacks for everybody. Everybody gets blowjobs. <laughs> everybody gets blowjobs and jetpacks, and it's going to be great. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. You're going to
3: <laughs> have a job with full benefits. We're going to give yeah. health care for everybody. It's going to be easy. That's yeah. what he said. We're going to have health care yep. for everybody. It's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. Said Piece of that.
1: Day. day one. Day one. Right. And I'm going to defeat ISIS on day one. I'm also going to solve. Right. This is I mean, this is something he kind of said in his uh, convention speech. I'm going to solve crime on yeah. day, day <laughs> one. Crime <laughs> is going to be eradicated on day one. Oh, yeah. One. yeah. Right. Right. <laughs>
3: Uh, guys, there there is breaking news from Twitter. Oh, um, okay.
1: Just just as I'm about to talk about movement watches. But what, what's so, the breaking news on Twitter?
3: This is a direct quote from the Attorney General of the United States. The, there was a judge in Hawaii that blocked the uh, Muslim travel ban. Uh-huh. Quote, quote, the Attorney General of the United States says, quote, I really am amazed that a judge sitting on an island in the Pacific can issue an order that stops the president
1: Oh my god there it is there it is I was waiting for the wh- the condemnation and of boy, hawaii both,
3: both senators have come out and the uh, hawaiian veterans organization has come out oh, God. All of, uh, listing all of the hawaiians who died in world war ii have come out and uh yeah island in the pacific yep. is telling the president what to do because you know that's not the confederacy so yeah it's
1: not real uh, america
3: Brown um, Brown Island out there, you know. Yeah, it's only been a state for 58 years. Yeah, you know.
1: As I was thinking, as soon as this, that first ruling came down from that judge in yep. Hawaii, I was expecting Donald Trump to appear like the next day at a rally, mm-hmm. like doing yeah. all the Hawaii stuff. Like, what's the deal with
4: the poo-poo platter? Why Why are they having the poo-poo platter <laughs> and then making yeah. rulings yeah. on travel? Uh, this is not a travel ban, but I want more pineapple. we well, go back to growing pineapples, Hawaii. You're not even yeah. a real. Not yeah. even a real. State, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my yeah, God, just the yeah. worst, uh, and it's it was only a matter of time, and now it's turns out it's yep. actually happened. Yep. All right, so you know, uh, I uh, I still wear a watch, and it's amazing that there are so. How about that for a segue? I uh, I still I still wear a watch, and I know uh, the both of you, uh, a Blue Gal and Drift Glass, you have kids. I don't know if they wear watches. Do they wear watches? Fitbit. No, Though they, they wear the Fitbit, Fitbit. Yeah, 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 but they don't wear the, like the old school mechanical watches no, with I the hands do. and yeah. I, the No, I do.
3: Wear, I wear, a watch, but yes, no, they don't. Wear they have those
0: do. those ankle uh, home arrest bracelets. But <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> just
3: that's, that's in his, he, for the girls. He wants he wants tracking for the two teenage girls. That's a girls dating thing. That's, that's a stepdad thing. thing. Yeah. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm
1: I'm wearing one of those. So. <laughs>
3: It's a, you know, it's, a fami- it's a
1: familiar story, but it's about a company that began much the same way as this uh, this podcast that brings you this, or the network that brings you this podcast. But this story is about a couple of college students who wanted the kind of stylish watches they were seeing on others, but like a lot of college kids, they were broke. Nothing that stylish with any quality was at all affordable. A little research showed them that quality and fashion don't have to be expensive if you cut out the middleman and sell directly to you Online. So little by little, they started their own watch company in much the same way we started this show. Even the company's name is high fashion MBMT for movement. People will ask you about your movement watch with its classic design, minimalist style and quality construction. I got the Calypso. It's amazing. I get uh, compliments on mine every day. These are watches that would sell in a department store for 400 to 500 bucks, but Movement makes them yours starting at just 95 bucks with free shipping and free returns. That's why Movement is the world's fastest growing watch company with now over a million sold in over 160 countries around the world. And because you listen to this program, you get another 15% off that already amazing price. Just go to MBMTWatches.com slash B-O-B-C. That's one word, B-O-B-C. Be like us. Join the movement. M B M T slash B-O-B-C. Go buy them now because they're awesome.
4: Bob Seska.
2: That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. (laughs) Uh,
1: You know, I've been waiting for him to be fired just so I could do that. Yeah, Just no, once, play beautiful. a sing- Sting a song.
0: You did, you did good, Bob. Big, big, uh, big radio high five to you. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. Thank you so
1: much. And thanks sucks. Okay. Uh, moving along here on the show, we've got the Professional F Podcast here with us today. Uh, okay.
3: I want to thank all of your listeners, Bob, who've come over and said hi to me on Twitter. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Yeah. It is yeah. so awesome to meet all of you. Oh yeah. We love you. And thank you. Really, it's great to have you. Great
1: to meet you. I, I of course, hate all of our listeners. I just don't. (laughs) uh, Just all sons of bitches, every last one of them. You know what I mean?
0: All those voices in my head,
4: you
1: know? All right, so North Korea is promising a super mighty preemptive strike. I'm not making that up. Those are the actual words out of North Korea. North Korea promising a super mighty preemptive strike. (laughs) Which I, not just I, mighty,
0: but super mighty.
1: Super mighty preemptive strike. Uh, North Korea is engaged in uh, some creative saber-rattling, warning of a super mighty preemptive strike against the United States and South Korea, according to a Reuters report published Thursday. In the case of our super mighty preemptive strike being launched, it will completely and immediately wipe out not only U.S. imperialists' invasion forces in South Korea and its surrounding areas, but the U.S. mainland and reduce them to ashes. The country's wow. ruling party said in its official newspaper, according to Reuters. Well, that's comforting.
4: Yeah, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> reducing us to ashes is probably the uh, the more operative phrase here in the in this sentence, other than super mighty preemptive strike.
0: Yeah, and, and I I do miss being called imperialist. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I I really miss being called a running dog. However, I I don't oh, know where that yeah. phrase fell out of fashion. I <laughs> thought it was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I was hoping for, like you said, I was hoping for, like, imperialist dogs. That's Yeah, yeah come on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's old school. That's what I'm telling you. And, or, like, uh, we're going to use our happy, awesome power nukes on you or something. It's just <laughs> something to go along with well, super on. mighty. You take threat. off
0: your shoe and you pound the podium with it and you That's tell us, right. you we will bury you.
1: The uh, That's
0: yeah. old school. This is, you know, this is a child having a tantrum.
1: Uh, This comment came after Secretary of State and worthless bag of human meat Rex Tillerson said Wednesday that he was, quote, reviewing all of the status of North Korea, both in terms of state sponsorship of terrorism, as well as all the other ways in which we can bring pressure to bear on the regime in Pyongyang to to reengage. Tillerson was responding to a reporter's question about the possibility of North Korea being restored to the United States list of state sponsors of terrorism from which the country was removed by the Bush administration in an attempt to salvage a nuclear weapons deal. The deal fell apart after former President Obama took office. Mm. So my
3: question is, why did Rex Tillerson respond to a reporter's question? I thought he didn't do
1: that. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't hear any reporters at all. He Damn just wa- wanders away and talks to his wife. Why yeah. do I have to keep doing this job? The They're woman always mean. tempted me. The They're woman so tempted me, me, and me. I
0: did answer her question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this leads me back to the weirdest, the weirdest goddamn story of the week, if not the entire month, which is this lost armada. Remember Trump talking yeah. about
4: sending an yeah. armada. We have submarines. They go underwater. It's a little tiny boat that goes underwater, and there are little tiny it's underwater cool. boat people that drive it. It's amazing. It's
2: Amazing,
4: amazing. Yeah. This armada power, very, very, very powerful. powerful. That yeah. I can, that I can tell you.
0: This is an entire. This is an entire thing. Is a some giant Pirates of the Caribbean ad scam. <laughs> I, I come to believe, because uh, it's it's the Flying Dutchman, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it it really we've gotten to the point where you can point to a map and say they're not there. Yeah, they're, you they're said just, they were there, and they're not there. And Spicy say, "Well, my, now now
1: they're going now." Yeah, that was his response. Spicy's, "Oh, now they're going up there." Well,
0: no. see, this is the thing. If you're smart, if you're Spicy, what you do is you <laughs> say, "Look." Like. We want the element of surprise, so we're sneaking up on them.
4: We're going
0: the other way. We're going around the long way, through, through the, under the polar ice cap, and we're going to sneak up on them from behind.
4: And to gonna- now
0: you've blown it. Thanks a lot, New York Times. Now you've you, blown it.
4: And, and then we're going to tap them on the wrong shoulder, and they're going to look, and we're going to be on the other I- side.
0: <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna have a sign that says "Kick Me" in Chinese and put it on the back, and they're gonna be wondering why are the Chinese kicking me. I don't know understand why yeah, the Chinese are kicking this,
1: me. This is the weirdest damn thing about this story is that Donald Trump actually talked about something he was doing with the military. Usually, I don't like to tell,
4: I don't like to say yeah. what I'm doing. I like to do element of surprise. That's like his super secret
1: ultimate uh, supervillain strategy. Is like
4: oh, I like mm-hmm. to trick him. Like to not tell him what I'm doing. I like to be spooky and mysterious, like a ghost. First, I'm here. Then I'm over here. You never know.
0: Well, and, and that creepy panting in his voice—that that, that oh, yeah. naked animal lust when he's talking about powerful, so yeah, powerful. Yeah, submarines are so powerful. It's
1: almost like he starts to lose his breath. He's almost like that uh, stand-up comic Sebastian Maniscalco, where he'd be like,
4: "I don't know what I'm doing."
1: Like he just <laughs> like he runs out of steam at the end of a sentence. All of the people.
3: And you, and I, you guys and, and I are having a lot of fun talking about this. <laughs> yes, we are. are. But yes, can you are. imagine President Hillary Clinton during this time and the competence oh. that we would have of yeah. her having been to all of these countries and already met with all of these leaders? Yeah. And they respect her leadership and they respect what she says and they know that she has the power of sane people behind her in the White House thinking yep. about these things who've yeah. read about it
2: oh, and yeah. know where
3: these countries are? I mean, I just – I go on and on. It's it, – This is the biggest tragedy to Mm -hmm. hit our country since Vietnam. It's
1: all damage. It's just it's damaging to everything. Oh, absolutely.
3: And every time I think about any kind of issue, no matter how small, you know, going to the Medicaid office this morning to try to file paperwork to get my kid's insurance continued for another year. And I think, you know, there are things that need to be fixed about this whole process. I could have written to the president of the United States and she that letter would have gotten forwarded to some bureaucrat whose job it was to fix it yeah right and we don't have that anymore we've lost that and and rebuilding that is going to take forever
1: well, and you know what you could do? You by could always
3: design. That's by design. You,
1: you could do like John Oliver and just buy ad time on Fox and right. Friends. Right. Yeah. That's how you communicate <laughs> well, you to know, Donald if Trump.
3: I, I could buy ad time on Fox. I wouldn't be po- applying for Medicaid. Maybe, so. the, Car-
1: maybe the Carl Vinson carrier group should have uh, there you go. B- bought an there ad you on go. Fox and Friends that let Trump know where they were. There
3: you go. I mean, but for God's sake, this is. Maybe ho- I could just reach out on Twitter. Hey, I got that. I mean, I what do that you think?
1: Going for me. Was this a lie or did they just not? Was this a lie or incompetence? That's what I want to know. Because you have, you have McMaster saying uh when asked by chris wallace on fox news sunday about the carrier group and 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 hr mcmaster says well it's prudent to do it isn't it and then and so that confirming that uh that we're sending a carrier group and then mattis mad dog mattis that's scary enough having a secretary of defense nicknamed mad dog and and he's he's the smart guy mcmaster and mattis are the smart ones they're the brain trust inside the trump yeah. white house and he said uh mattis said quote she operates freely up and down the Pacific, and she's on her way up there because that's where we thought it was most prudent to have her at this time. Again, the word prudent inserted in there somehow. Uh, and then the president, of course, we talked about what the presidents are sending an armada there, very
4: powerful, this I can tell you.
1: Um, so, And then you have Sean Spicer confirming it over and over. This is before the, the damage control that's occurred this week. So- Obviously, they thought that there was, or they wanted to project the idea that there was this carrier strike group uh, in the Sea of Japan, stalking uh, Kim Jong Un from the right. sea, and and right. it's thirty. And instead, it was thirty five hundred miles away, headed to military exercises in Australia. I mean, traveling between as they were uh, parading bombs up and down the streets of Pyongyang the other day on Saturday. That carrier strike group was near Sumatra and Java in the South Pacific, <clears throat> headed toward Australia. I almost choked myself because this is so outrageous and the weirdest story. So what do you think? Is it a lie or is it just incompetence? They, they didn't know that the, the carrier group was 3,500 miles away.
0: This is, if taken in context, if you take the larger context, take take the, uh, this is going to sound a little circuitous, but trust mm-hmm. me, um, the Obama tapped my wires. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That's just a demented old racist popping off on Twitter. Yeah, uh, because that's what he's been doing for years. Which is always old man Because he heard Mark Levin say it.
3: Because yeah. Mark Levin say it. he yep. was
0: sitting yep. at the at the at the Fox News dumpster with his pants you know, around his ankles with both hands, <laughs> yeah. and goes, "Oh my god!" and <laughs> finds this and pops off on Twitter because that's what yeah. and and Twitter uh, is a free fire zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have heard Glenn Greenwald say, for example. Things on Twitter that he never owns when he's on camera. That's right. right. Uh, just people, people tend to, there's this weird kind of, it doesn't really count because it's Twitter approach <laughs> to lots of things. Yeah. Even though if you're a journalist, it really should count. If you're a public person, it really should count. So Trump is just used to popping off whatever crosses his mind, sitting on the crapper, tweeting yep. out the world, you know, what? this and that. And I think he just wanted to say, yeah, 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 this is it. We're there. Uh, it, oh yeah, it's totally. Great. We're there. It's powerful. I have I have the biggest dick in the universe, and it's, it's pointed pointing <laughs> you, me. little Kim, whatever your hell your last name is. And I'm gonna and I'm right there on top of you.
4: My penis and, very very powerful. I have the most powerful, powerful penis in the world. <laughs> <So> more powerful. <laughs> more powerful. It goes underwater.
0: Than... Watch, it's gonna go underwater. <laughs> then have, oh no! Oh, it's a periscope. No, no, it's not again.
4: <laughs>
0: and, and, but he wants you know, and he's used to popping off and having no consequences to anything. That's right. Now I. I I also
3: and but I also think that there's a lot of career military people who are manipulating that just like Putin did yeah yep. which is to say we're, we, well, we will tell the president what we want him to say and what we want other people to hear and what? they're not worried about making him look like a fool because he will never deny anything he said in the past was wrong so they can tell him to say anything
4: yeah
1: absolutely. That's, well, you know, I wanted to recommend here at the end of the show, uh, in case you both haven't seen it yet, there's a documentary called The Brainwashing of My Dad, and it's not, Yeah, it's oh, not yeah. The, oh, yeah. the, I mean, there's some stuff that could get trimmed out of it, but it is one of the best documentaries for explaining the brainwashing that happens with with older men who watch Fox News Channel listen to Rush Limbaugh and it's yeah, uh, yep. and Trump is one yep. of those people Trump has been brainwashed by Fox News Channel yeah, I'm yeah, an- entirely convinced yeah. it's just grandpa's watching Fox News Channel Professional Left Podcast Drift Glass Blue Gal you can find them at Professional Left uh, what is it Professionalleft.blogspot.com po- is it right right that's it perfect we're on I-
3: iTunes we're everywhere you Thank you, so professional F, We come up at the top.
1: So. Thank you so much <laughs> for being on the show. We're going to have to get you back on really, really soon, both of you. We and, love
3: being here, Bob. Anytime. Thank
1: you. Take it easy. We'll we'll talk to you again real soon.
3: You, you bet. Bye bye. Bye
0: bye. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog. <laughs>